0: chapter twenty two of the lady's book of etiquette and manual of politeness by florence hartley this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by christine lamberton chapter twenty two servants an english writer speaking of servants says there is no question but that we should seek to perform all our duties without hope of recompense and yet as regards our treatment of servants we should be especially careful that in endeavouring to make their bodily comfort and mental improvement an object of consideration we do not allow ourselves to dwell on the hope of gratitude or affection from them in return many have done so and having with that view, being tempted to accord unwise indulgences and to overlook serious faults they have found that far from gaining the love of their servants they have incurred their contempt and when they have perceived that their favors unappreciated have led but to new encroachments they have hardened their hearts and rushed into an opposite extreme then they have considered their servants as mere machines from which labor must be extorted by all available means a man-servant is rarely grateful and seldom attached he is generally incapable of appreciating those advantages which with your cultivated judgment you know to be the most conducive to his welfare do you accord to him regular hours a stated allowance of work do you refrain from sending him out because it is wet and he is unwell do you serve yourself rather than ring for him at dinner time he will rarely have the grace to thank you in his heart for your constant consideration hear him he will thus describe a comfortable place there were very few in the family when they went out of a night we made it up of a morning we had nice hot suppers and the cook made a good hash for breakfast and we always got luncheon between that and dinner and we were all very comfortable together and had a friend in when we liked master swore at us sometimes but often made us a present for it when he had been very violent a good-hearted man as ever lived and mistress was quite the lady and never meddled with servants it was a capital place servants sympathies are with their equals they feel for a poor servant run off his legs and moped to death They have no feeling for a painstaking mistress economical both from principle and scanty means they would most of them see her property wasted and her confidence abused without compunction it is the last effort of a virtue in a servant if without any private reason he should discharge his duty by informing you of the injury which you are enduring at the hands of his fellow servant it is an effort of virtue for it will bring down many a bitter taunt and hard word upon his faithful head i never got a servant out of a place by telling tales on him will be said to him directly a servant departs we all know tongues tied before are loosened to gain our favour by apparent candour when it can avail us nothing we are told we all know this and have said be silent now you should have mentioned this at the time supposing then you have the rara avis the servant that speaks at the time be chary of him or let me say her the best servants are women oh as you value her let her not suppose you cannot part with her treat her with confidence but with strict impartiality reprove when necessary mildly but decidedly lest she should presume power is so tempting and compel you if you would retain your freedom to let her go there is one thing a servant values beyond all that your kindness and your consideration can do for him his liberty liberty to eat drink and be merry with your things in the company of his own friends liberty to get the housemaid to clean his candlesticks and bring up his coals and the housemaid wishes for liberty to lie in bed in the morning because she was up so late talking to john in the pantry liberty to wear flounces and flowers the cook desires liberty too for this liberty if you grant it they will despise you if you deny it they will respect you aim at their esteem despair of their love or gratitude make your place what the best class of servants will value and though in their heart they may not thank you for it you will gain perhaps one servant out of twenty who will keep gross imposition and gross immorality at bay these remarks can never be intended to deny the warm attachment of female servants to the children of their employers deep love no doubt is lavished by many a woman on the babe she has nursed there is a great deal to be said on the chapter of nurses which would require to be dealt with by itself much wisdom is required in the administration of a nursery to which few general rules would apply cruel is the tyranny the nurse frequently practises on the parent who often refrains from entering her nursery not from want of love to her children but positive dread of the sour looks which greet her let her be firm let no shrinking from grieving her darling who would break his heart if his nana went deter her from discharging the encroaching servant i know a lady who was quietly informed by her nurse that she must have a specified hour for visiting her children for that her entering without ceremony was most inconvenient the poor young lady who was fully persuaded her delicate infant would die if removed to a stranger's hands meekly obeyed and though tortured by the cries of the poor sickly baby never dared to intrude lest the nurse should abandon it this is a true history and the sequel may as well be given that the nurse remained seven years at the end of which time having become insupportable though really devoted to the children she gave warning and though it cost her mistress bitter tears and much resolution she was suffered to depart and then peace entered that house on the choice of servants much of the comfort of the young housekeeper depends it often happens that her choice has been determined by appearance rather than the value of character if such be the case she will have many difficulties to encounter it is in the present day hardly safe to take a servant if there be a single objection to character however it may be glossed over by the person referred to on this point for there is now an unhealthy disposition to pass over the failings of servants who have left their places and to make them perfect in the eyes of others in respect to sobriety many people will not acknowledge that a servant had had the vice of drinking but will cover the unpleasant truth in such gentle and plausible terms that it becomes difficult to comprehend how far the hint is grounded or not be assured when a lady or gentleman hesitates on this point or on that of honesty it is wiser not to engage a servant nor are you deviating from christian charity in not overlooking a dereliction of so material a sort the kindest plan to the vast community of domestic servants is to be rigid in all important points and having after a due experience a just confidence in them to be somewhat indulgent to errors of a more trivial nature if all young housekeepers were strict upon the subject of dress much misery to servants would be saved much temptation avoided and self-reproach prevented instead of this kind and wise and matronly particularity a type of the good old-fashioned common sense of our grandmothers ladies now countenance their ladies maids in discontinuing caps or if they have caps in wearing flowers and lace flowered gowns and other items of little apparent moment in detail but of much importance to a community as serviceable to the public when well managed and respectable as they are odious and noxious when immoral or insolent after these cruel indulgences ladies marvel when they find servants rise above their station and that they will not bear even a mild reproof they wonder that a plain useful servant is nowhere to be met with there is now no medium between the fine lady with mittens and flowers who dresses your hair and the dirty sloven of a lodging-house all housemaids must now be upper housemaids cooks must be cooks and housekeepers the homely housemaid that invaluable character in her way is indeed difficult to be found and at a time when cleanliness is at its zenith the rarity is to discover any one who will clean all except the raw country girl expect to have deputies and if we go on to perfection in this unhealthy system We shall soon have no working servants above twenty years of age the consequence is that a greater number of servants are kept in every household than formerly in similar families many of these menials are corrupted by congregating together and by idleness the loud and crying complaints of the worthlessness of this class are but too justly founded that they are more mercenary than ever is owing to the pernicious system which lifts them up above their condition but fails to elevate them in the moral standard in the scale of virtue they sink every day lower and lower in the outward attributes they are as they consider it raised in character and improved in appearance but is it so the beauty of everything is fitness is the half fine unladylike yet ladylike creature who answers to your dressing room bell half so respectable as the old-fashioned plainly dressed careful homely maiden of your young days is it not with a feeling of disgust that you turn from the attempted finery and sigh for plain collars and caps undecked by flowers again i think among the best bred the most sensible and indeed the most highly born people of a superior stamp this disgust is so strong that in some families a grave and suitable costume is introduced for the female servants and the effect is satisfactory both on the appearance and on the mode of thinking of these persons but this wise and therefore kind plan is far from being general and i have heard that a lady's maid complained to her mistress that she found herself the subject of ridicule owing to her not wearing silks and indeed satins as the other ladies maids did it becomes the duty of ladies of influence to rise above the silly vanity which i fear affects some of them of seeing their ladies maids as smart as ladies and to oppose innovations on the decencies of society so pernicious to the class upon whom much of our comfort depends in setting out in life a young married lady ought to be more than ordinarily strict in these matters for her inexperience will certainly be taken advantage of to some extent if she be rich enough to have a housekeeper let her endeavor to select one of strict religious faith plain in attire grave but kind and of good sense and even intelligence for cultivation of mind will never whatever may be stated detract from the utility of a servant it is absurd to attribute to the diffusion of knowledge the deterioration of servants It is rather owing to the scanty amount of knowledge among them most superficial is the education about which so much is said and written were servants more thoroughly grounded in many branches of knowledge they would be wiser less rapacious more systematic and better contented than they are they are wretched reasoners generally losing sight of their own true interest and grasping at that which is unreal and visionary if they were better educated this would not be the case they would be less vain less credulous they would know what qualities to respect they would weigh better the advantage of their lot and they would work better as servants They would give mind, where now they only give hands, and their acquirements, taken from school, as they are in very early youth, are not ever likely to be such as to make the routine of their work distasteful to them, from over-refinement or cultivation. It is always desirable to have, if possible, servants of one faith, but if it so happens that you have a roman catholic servant and a protestant in your service you are bound to allow each the free exercise of her religion and you ought not to respect them if out of interest they will conform to yours an exercise of authority on this point amounts in my opinion to an act of tyranny and it can only tend to promote insincerity and perhaps engender scepticism in its object nothing is indeed so dangerous as to unsettle the faith of the lower classes who have neither time nor opportunity of fairly considering subjects of religious controversy while on the subject of servants i must deprecate the over indulgence of the present system towards them formerly they were treated with real kindness but it was the kindness that exacted duty in return and took a real interest in the welfare of each servant the reciprocal tie in former times between servant and master was strong now it is wholly gone the easy rule of masters and mistresses proceeds far more from indifference than from kindness of heart for the real charity is to keep servants steadily to their duties they are a class of persons to whom much leisure is destruction the pursuits of their idle hours are seldom advantageous to them and theirs are not minds which can thrive in repose idleness to them is peculiarly the root of all evil for if their time is not spent in vicious amusement it is often passed in slander discontent or vanity in writing thus i do not recommend a hard or inconsiderate system to servants they require and in many instances they merit all that can be done to alleviate a situation of servitude they ought not to be the slaves of caprice or the victims of temper their work should be measured out with a just hand but it should be regularly exacted in as much perfection as can be expected in variable and erring human nature another point on which i would recommend firmness is that of early hours in this respect example is as important as precept but however uncertain you may be yourself i would not relax a rule of that kind for every comfort during the day depends upon the early rising of your servants without this all their several departments are hurried through or neglected in some important respect your mode of address to servants must be decisive yet mild the authoritative tone i do not recommend it is very unbecoming to any young person and it rarely attains the end desired but there is a quiet dignity of deportment which few servants ever can resist this should be tempered with kindness when circumstances call it forth but should never descend to familiarity for no caution is more truly kind than which confines servants strictly to their own sphere much evil results from the tendency more especially of very young or of very old mistresses of families to partiality commonly one servant becomes the almost avowed favorite and it is difficult to say whether that display of partiality is the more pernicious to the servant who is the object of it or to the rankling and jealous minds of the rest of the household it is true that it is quite impossible to avoid entertaining a greater degree of confidence in some servants than in others but it should be shown with a due regard to the feelings of all it is of course allowable towards those who take a decidedly responsible and confidential situation in a household still never let such persons assume the reins of government let them act the part of helmsmen to the vessel but not aspire to the control of the captain. It is generally wise and right, after a due experience of the principles and intentions of servants, to place confidence in their honesty and to let them have the comfort of knowing that you do so. At the same time, never cease to exercise a system of supervision. The great principle of housekeeping is regularity, and without this, one of the most difficult of the minor virtues to practice, all efforts to promote order must be ineffectual. I have seen energetic women, clever and well-intentioned, fail in attaining a good method, owing to their being uncertain in hours, governed by impulse and capricious, i have seen women inferior in capacity slow and apathetic make excellent heads of families as far as their household was concerned from their steadiness and regularity their very power of enduring monotony has been favourable to their success in this way especially if they are not called upon to act in peculiar and difficult cases in which their actual inferiority is traceable, but these are not the ordinary circumstances of life. In closing these remarks on the management of servants, let me exhort you never to forget that they are fellow labourers in the life of probation with ourselves. Let us not embitter their lives by harshness, or proffer to them temptation from carelessness and over-indulgence since all that is given us of this world's goods is but in trust let us regard our servants as beings for whose conduct while under our control we are more or less responsible it is true that if they come to us with morals wholly depraved it is not likely that the most strenuous exertions can amend them, but many waver between good and evil. Let us endeavor to excite in their minds a respect for virtue, to give them motives for industry, inducements to save their wages. Those who have large households, should not deem the morals of the meanest of their servants beneath their investigation or too obscure for their influence to reach some attention is absolutely necessary in this country to the training of servants as they come here from the lowest ranks of english and irish peasantry with as much idea of politeness as the pig domesticated in the cabin of the latter opening the door seems a simple act yet few servants perform it in a proper respectful manner let your servant understand that the door must be opened immediately after the bell rings visitors from neglect of this rule will often ring several times and finally leave the door I have known an instance when, in a case of severe illness, the patient lost the visit of the doctor, who, after ringing some minutes, was obliged to pay other visits, and could not return to the sufferer's house until several hours later. When opening the door, some servants hold it ajar, and hold a long parley with the person on the steps as if afraid they wish to enter for the purpose of murder or theft train them to answer the door promptly speak politely to anyone who may be there excuse you if necessary to visitors in courteous terms or if you are in show the callers into the parlour take their card and come back quickly with your answer End of chapter 22.